Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is brought to you by the Anxiety Slayer Academy. We've been offering a free podcast for over eight years now to help anyone suffering with anxiety find relief. And now we're helping you go deeper by providing step-by-step support on how you can get the best experience from our favorite tools and techniques for overcoming anxiety. Get your free Anxiety Slayer starter course at anxietyslayer.teachable.com. Welcome back to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with my wonderful friend and co-host Ananga Sevier. And as you can tell in my voice, I'm fired up today to bring a new episode to you. Ananga and I love coming together every week on Skype to share these sessions and to answer listener questions from our inbox and Facebook page. And together we share a powerful collection of techniques to reduce anxiety. And today we're talking about something extraordinarily important about what happens to us, how anxiety is made worse by darker evenings, and what you can do to care for yourself as we move through this darker time in the Northern Hemisphere. Welcome back, Ananga. Hi, Shen. So this subject comes up every year, and we have to cover it because there's so many things that we can do to love ourselves up during this time when things can get uh, a little dicey. Absolutely. The autumn season is very challenging. The drier, windier weather can really affect the nervous system. Ayurveda teaches that this is a time to keep warm, keep wrapped up, oil your ears, wear earmuffs, eat a diet that's warm, wet and oily, nourishing diet. It's a time when anxiety can really skyrocket and very often that catches people unawares. One of the biggest fears with anxiety and something we receive so many questions about is why has my anxiety suddenly flared up? I just don't know where this is coming from. It's as if one day I'm fine and then just out of the blue my anxieties hit me. So it can very much be a seasonal thing at this time of year. The cold, windy weather definitely affects one body type in Ayurveda and there's another body type in Ayurveda that really suffers from the loss of the lighter evenings. So Something we're going to be talking about today is how to support yourself if either or both of those affect you. In my case, they both affect me a little bit. Yeah, me too. Really a time to get in step with the season and and up your self-care. So let's begin with one of the most important things that you can do when the season changes and the day gets shorter, and that is to get outside every day. Get outside and walk, even if it's just for a few minutes. Get outside, take in the sky, take some deep breaths, stretch, be in the moment of just enjoying being outside. Because as things progress, depending on where you live, you might not be getting out as much, especially as the winter months kick in. And so it's important to get out as much as you can. And to know that even this five minutes, even a walk around the block, even, you know, whatever that looks like, walking around the yard and, you know, assessing things or, you know, paying attention to the birds or the squirrels or whatever, it can make such a big difference. Yeah, it's the simplest thing. It sounds so simple, but it's actually 
essential. And it does two things. It puts us in step with the season so we don't get caught out and we don't find ourselves saying, oh my God, all of a sudden the nights are so dark. We have to transition with it to feel comfortable with it. And the other thing it does is to make sure we are connecting with what light is available. Here in the UK at this time of year, it can suddenly start to feel like around 5, 6 p.m. It's suddenly dark. Right. And you think, oh, oh, the light's gone. And in our family, we'll very often go out for a walk or jump in the car at that time and go for a drive somewhere where we can be outside and see that there is still light in the sky. Otherwise, you can feel that it gets dark a lot earlier than it actually does. We did this last night. We went out about 5.30 p.m. and there was still plenty of light in the sky. But in our home, it didn't look like it. It Uh already looked like the light was going. So really treasure what there is. Uh, Near where we live, there's a hill. We live on a hill with a big open field. And I always refer to it as big sky. Of course, the sky is the same size wherever you are. But there, it feels big. It's just an open, open sky. So at this time of year, I'll often go and, and trudge across that field. And it might be a bit windy for me. Really, but I need to be out in the light. So I'll just stick a hat on, stick a scarf on, cover my ears and just go and see the sky. It really makes a huge difference. And then it also makes a, a big difference to bring as much light as you can inside. We've talked many times about the cause of um, SAD. It's the lack of sunlight and the lack of fire element during the gray winters that can often explain why PITA-dominant individuals like myself uh, most susceptible to SAD, and you just really need to do yourself a favor and have candles available. And if you have a fireplace, wonderful, use it. If you have warming artificial lights, salt lamps, uh, I know Ananga, you and I both have daylight bulbs, all of those things are going to be helpful. Why are Pitta individuals more susceptible this time of year, Ananga? Pitta is the body type, the dosha in Ayurveda, that contains the most of the fire element. The, the Pitta body type is made up of fire and water. These energies act within our bodies. For example, we have a fire of digestion. Our body cooks and digests our foods. And we also have a fire of perception. Sight comes from the element fire. So Pitta individuals, they're very perceptive. They tend to be very intelligent. They have a very lit mind. They have this fire element predominantly in, the, in their makeup. So they miss that when it's not around. They thrive when there's lots of light and, and bright around them. And then when it goes, it, it can cause real suffering for them. So it's really important to be able to tune into it wherever you can find it. One way to do that is candle gazing meditation. Sometimes you can just put candles on in the evening like a salt lamp. It has that beautiful warm glow and just appreciate it. Don't just light it and walk away from it. Look at it and think, that's a gorgeous color. That's really bringing the fire element into my home. I like to think of candles as mini sunshines, mm-hmm. bringing that energy of the sun inside in a micro format, but it's still there. It's still that beautiful light energy. Candle gazing meditation really, really helps if you're suffering the loss of light in the evening. All you need to do is sit down on the floor or on your favorite chair. It really doesn't matter where you sit. You just need to light a nice candle and put it in front of your eye level so your gaze ahead is looking into the flame of the candle and you focus your attention just above the wick of the candle in the centre of the flame with a soft gaze. Just soften your face, soften your gaze 
and just stare into that flame. And the idea is to just really meditate on that fire energy and, and bring in that energy into your conscious awareness. And what you do is rest your eyes gazing at that flame without blinking. I was going to say try not to blink for as long as you can, but that immediately makes us want to blink. So you gaze at the flame for as long as you can until you strongly feel the desire to blink. And then you just let your eyes close. When you want to blink, let your eyes close and see the impression of that fire in your closed eyes and really, really focus on it and hold your attention. You know, when we look at a bright object, we, we can see it when we close our eyes. It, uh -huh. It's made its impression. So you look at that impression of the candle and meditate on that until it starts to fade. Hold it there gently as long as you can while you take steady breaths. And then when it starts to fade, open your eyes again and gaze into the flame of the candle. And that's really calming to the mind. It also helps improve your eyesight. It helps reduce tension around the eyes and the face, but it puts you in contact with that light and fire energy, which can really help avoid symptoms of SAD. And, and again, this isn't something that takes a long period of time. You, know, you can do this for a few minutes and you can certainly do it longer than that. So just give it a try. It's a, it's a beautiful practice. Yeah, just a few minutes. And the, and the key is not to try and do it for half an hour once a week. Right. Even if it's just, you know, two or three minutes, set a tea timer or something and just do it for exactly three minutes a day. Little and often is the key. And then we also talked a little bit about food and how important it is to nourish ourselves and eat well during this time of year. Certainly it's important all year round, but the kinds of foods that are most supportive to our bodies this time of year include soups and steamed veggies and things that are warm and easy to digest. Earlier you talked about warm, wet, and oily foods. Yeah, slightly spicy as well. Yeah, that, then you're eating in step with the season. And I think for me, I've come to love autumn now, and I did used to dread it. I used to not like the darker evenings. And I, my mother used to say, oh, the nights are drawing in, and I'd feel a mild sense of dread when she said it. So for me, getting in step with the season has really been key, you know, going out for a walk and crunching through the leaves. And nutritionally, I love at this time of year to go to the local farm shop and bring in squashes and locally grown nuts and to eat more seeds. And apples at this time of year are, are so good that you know, this is their season. You know, we go to a supermarket and we can buy anything from anywhere any time of the year. But in our Ayurveda, the recommendation is to eat seasonally. So look at what's on the trees at this time of year. That's what we need to be eating. Apples, nuts, root vegetables, squashes. These are the things that really help nourish us and keep us grounded. One of the best home remedies for the immune system in Ayurveda is to bake or stew one of the big cooking apples in the morning with some cinnamon, maybe chop some dates in there, a little coconut oil. And that's really good. Vitamin C, warm, healthy, and really, really nourishing for your system and your immunity at this time of year. So to get in step with the bounty of the season really helps. And then there are, there are spices this time of year as well that are more supportive. Cinnamon and cumin and black pepper and ginger and oregano, all my favorites. Yeah. To bring those in as well. And, and I just finished uh, last week bringing in and drying the oregano from the garden and ordering my favorite black pepper. I love Tella Cherry pepper, very favorite. And then, of course, we always have loads and loads of cumin. It's one of my favorite things to cook with. And cinnamon, just sprinkling cinnamon 
in, in your tea or wherever. Yeah. So good. Cinnamon's so good. It's good for the immune system. It stabilizes blood sugar. It can help if we're feeling a little mucusy at this time of year. So to make some oatmeal with some cinnamon and dates in the morning, some nut milk, that's like the perfect autumn breakfast. And it's something for me that at this time of year, it just starts to to happen in our home. And it's like, okay, autumn breakfast. And I feel like then I'm really in step with the season and really nourishing my body. You're making me hungry. I'm thinking about that and realize that I haven't had breakfast today and I'm, and I'm ready to go make some as soon as we're done with this episode. <laughs> uh, there are also some excellent essential oils to introduce yourself to if you haven't already this time of year. Let's talk about some of those. It's a real love of mine to bring essential oils into the home. We have a lavender farm near where we live. So every summer, at the end of the summer, we go and bring some lavender oil home. And I love to put that in a diffuser uh-huh. in, in our bedroom in the evening or a humidifier where it's actually pumping some, some lavender scented steam into the room. Again, at this time of year, it's really important to keep hydrated. So you, I often sleep with that on in the room at night. So there's that moist scented air coming into the room. It stops your, your nose getting too dry, your chest getting too dry. So it's really beautiful to bring those oils into the home in the evening. Lavender, bergamot, both very uplifting and relaxing, very good for anxiety. Rosemary during the daytime to clear your mind. Geranium is one of my favorite scents. Such a mm, mine too. gorgeous rose geranium is my absolute favorite. <laughs> Such an uplifting smell. And to bring the citrus scents in as well into the home at this time of year, those nice sunny, fresh smells as well. Mm-hmm. Anything that we smell goes straight into our mind, goes straight to the brain. So it's a potent thing to do. It's It's not you know, something just new age and casually actually has an effect on our minds. It does. I have a, a very specific pot that's for the, this time of year that goes on the stove, simmers on the stove, and it includes uh, spring water and uh, usually uh, orange peel or, or tangerine peels and cinnamon and clove. Mm-hmm. And, oh my gosh, the kitchen and the house smells so good. And there's just something, it, it really does affect your mood. There's something about yeah. that combination that it's just so yummy. And then you also know when it's no longer the right time for that. When, mm. when the winter is over and the spring comes, there's just different scents that I want to, yeah, I have diffusers as well. And essential oils are amazing. The more I learn about them, and the, the more I use them, the more I'm grateful that it's kind of like having... Uh, the Bach flower remedies to know that those are available for for whatever it is you might need. The same thing with essential oils. So all of these things are so incredibly supportive during the darker time of the year. And Ayurveda just blows my mind every time we talk about it, all of the different components and how if we do pay attention and practice Ayurveda, how much better we can feel in our bodies. Yeah, it's extremely nurturing and supportive. It really feels like a good friend, good counsel. It's also just nice to have that knowledge when we can understand and get in step with our mind types, our body types, how the season affects us. You know, there are different cleanses that you do at different times of the year with Ayurveda. Different people are affected by different weathers, different seasons, different scents, different tastes. It's just a real journey of self-discovery and self-support. Well, I'm so glad we came back together today to talk about this very important subject, and I hope that our listeners can take away a few ideas here of how to better care for themselves during this darker time. Thank you so much, Ananga. I enjoy our partnership so much, 
and uh, look forward to coming back with you again next week. Get everything you need to start slaying your anxiety today. Visit anxietyslayer.teachable.com to claim our free Anxiety Slayer starter course. You get four guided sessions, including an EFT tapping session, guided breathing practice, and special module on overcoming the fear of anxiety. Don't just listen to the Anxiety Slayer podcast. Become an Anxiety Slayer. Claim your free Anxiety Slayer starter course at anxietyslayer.teachable.com.